All right. Hello. We are on the week of July 26th, correct? Talking about the transits with Rebecca and Janelle. I think it's the 25th. This is the 25th. 25th. Okay. Close enough. Um, <laughs> they, it, they split days sometimes, so we just do our best. Um, yes. And when I say they, I'm talking about the transits. Transits are the universal energy that we're all experiencing at this time. Be compassionate with yourself, use it to your advantage, just look at it, whatever you want to do. We're just here to share it with you and to talk about our own personal experiences with this energy, um, because that's what we do best. Yeah. We talk about the sun and the earth gates only because we like to be succinct around here mm -hmm. and they change every six-ish days. So that's where we're going to go. Yep. Today's, okay. huh? Sometimes we pop in something else if something cool is happening, but. Oh yeah. Like last week when you talked about Leo, that was cool. I don't know anything about that, but I thought that was cool. <laughs> um, we're in our personality sun gate. Uh, the sun gate is your identity, personality, who the gift you, you came to give to this earth. It's a big energy for us. And we are in gate 31. This is a throat gate again and this is the gate of influence <gasps> oh i love this one um mm -hmm. <laughs> this is the energy of having an authoritative voice of leadership you are very direct in your guidance and you point others towards the future this is very future oriented influence where you say i know that this is going to happen in the future so this is what we need to do to evolve to get there to be current all the things you think about what do you think about influencers um that's what i as soon as i see this gate i'm like influencer gate and i start thinking of all the influencers <laughs> i know on instagram um and people trust you because you're like i said your voice is saying i know what i'm talking about um you are essentially pointing people to what you perceive to be the most beneficial direction so it's not like you're trying to point people everywhere you really are going i think this is the best way so this is what we're going to do um and you just kind of your energy says i know what will happen next mm -hmm. you, you don't really know your energy is going to say this during this time for all of us this is going to be interesting to experiment with um because your voice is the key to this whole thing like the tone of your voice, the sound of your voice, the words you choose, that's going to be the key to this whole thing and how you influence others. Because with this energy, you could have a tendency to kind of force people to take your advice or really try to persuade them to do this thing. When really this energy is here to just wait its turn, speak at the right time and say, hey, this is what I think you should do. Follow me or don't, whatever. And then you kind of come out. It's not the hard sell. It's not the, you have to do this or your life will be over. Like it's more, this is what, this is what I think. This is what I see the future as this, 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 you should do this, this, and this. It's still very authoritative, still very telling you what to do energy, but it's, it, this energy doesn't care if you do it or not. It doesn't, it's yeah. not here to like force you to do things. It's just here to influence. I mean, this morning before I need to work on this, by the way, getting on my social media at ridiculous times, like right when I wake up, 
terrible and I'm working on it. But <laughs> at like 6.30 this morning, I was on my Instagram and one of the girls I love to follow was wearing these sunglasses and she's like, oh, $15 on Amazon. And she's done this before with the same sunglasses. And I was like, oh, those are cute. Those are cute. Today, I was like, I want them. And I went on Amazon and they were on sale. So I bought two pairs. And that's, that's right. the power of the influence right there is a photo of you in glasses. Oh, $15, you know, dupe sunglasses from Amazon. Look how great. And then that's it. That's all I needed. She didn't have to say anything else or do anything else. And I bought two. So <laughs> it's like, it's this. And she has this gate defined, by the way, because I checked. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yes. Yes. This is um, Amber Lancaster from The Price is Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 My favorite. You know, I love her. Um, yeah. She has this gate of influence, which I think is crazy. She's got like 450,000 followers. It's ridiculous. Oh, She's yeah. one of those people that you just say, she just says something. And it's like sold out in seconds. Oh my gosh. So, and that's what this energy is. I have this one on unconscious and conscious. I'm like, you I'm do? not using this appropriately. You are not. I need to tap in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure that you are, but we'd have to see what plants they're in. And we'd have to look at your particular brand of influence because I do think you're influential. I just think it's I think it works. She's this, the person we're talking about is a five, one, uh, sacral generator. Mm. So just right there, different, yeah. different, different style of influencing, different flavor of influencing. For sure. I think yours is probably more small scale just because you're not a fifth line and you're not a generator. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when you think about how this is a projector gate and me being a mental projector, that's like extra projector energy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, my influence might sound a little different if it yeah. if I'm not aligned. And when we say that, like this is a projector gate or a projected gate, basically we're saying that it, this energy needs to be treated as if you are a projector when you're using it. So you, it's best to wait for some sort of inf- invitation to share your influence or start influencing. Um, it's just, that's how this energy works. It's not here to be, to respond to life with it. It's not here to... I don't think, do they, are there manifested gates that are like manifestor energy where you're just supposed um, to do it? Yeah. Yeah. The manifestor gates are like the ones that connect the throat to the solar plexus. And so those are the ones that, and, and the one, the 45, 21 that connects. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You're right. Yeah. So it's just those. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, each, like we are saying, um, each of these gates come with a different specific energy um, there's lines connected to these gates. So all this stuff can change the way that these, this particular information is for a person. That's kind of why I wanted to go into this. It's more of an individual yeah. energy. So while, as Rebecca says, she has this gate defined, her influence is going to look different than maybe someone else's influence just because of all the other stuff that she's got going on in her chart. So if that's why we experiment with this stuff, that's why we talk about it with each other. And after talking about this, I bet you Rebecca's going to look at some parts of her life and parts of what you do and be like, oh, actually I'm more of an influencer than I thought. It just looks like this. See? Yes. Um, so again, this energy, it's best to not try to force it on other people. And it's also great to go. I don't have to take my own advice. So <laughs> this energy can cause people to freak out because they give advice or influence, uh, try to influence people to do a certain thing but then they themselves don't do that thing. And, they're, and you're like, what, I'm a fake, I'm a fraud. I told you, I influenced you to do this and I'm not doing it. 
this energy is not about that. You're not here to do what you say. You're not here to act on all the stuff that you're telling people or advising people to do, which I love that because then it lets you off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> like you can influence someone or advise someone to go a certain way, but you don't have to go that way because you're doing it, as I said before, from what you perceive to be a beneficial path for them, the other, not yeah. you. So yeah. while it might sound like a great idea and you might be like, hey, running five miles a day would be great for me. And I advise this person to do it. Maybe I should do it. You, know, you don't have to, you don't have to. You can if you want, but you don't have to. So it's like, it's part of the collective circuit. It's for collective wisdom. Yeah. Yes. See, she's totally right. <laughs> I love when you add all these little sparkles that I don't know about. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and now we're moving on into personality earth and earth is what it sounds like it's what grounds you to this planet it's what connects you to the physical reality things like that um and this is a root gate again gate 41 um and this gate has the energy of imagination uh fantasy this is an interesting gate for me that's in the root because it feels very visual and very like colorful i don't know when i think about it yeah but it's the pressure because all root gates have pressure. Um, it's the pressure to bring fantasies to life, realistic or not. It's the pressure to take all of these dreams and visions and stuff that you have up here and make them real life things. That's why I feel like it should be up here because it's like it's the pressure. It's like pressure up here, but I I get why it's there. Um, <laughs> uh, this is basically just energy to experiment with because obviously there are certain things that fantasies that cannot be brought to real life and shouldn't be brought to real life and should just stay up here. Um, but then there's ways that you can experiment with bringing things out into the world um, and, and see and be like, oh, wow, that idea, that fantasy I had that I, I wanted to make reality for so long, it actually can be this thing. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so this one is just kind of, to me, it's about observing and, and being careful about overreaching with what you want to put out. It's very similar to what we talked about um, last week with uh, the gate implementation of like kind of realizing that not everything that you want to do in this world is possible. And you just, you're, it's just, it's great to have a vivid imagination but not all of that stuff can be put out here. It just, it's, it just can't. That's why it's your imagination. <laughs> right. Right. And it like, it's not all for you. It's like, it's like the ideas, right? Mm -hmm. You have a ton of ideas, but it doesn't mean they're all for you to mm -hmm. bring to fruition. Mm -hmm. And you can use your vivid imagination and put things into, into real life in a different way. Like maybe you have this great grandiose idea and it's a story maybe you're writing a story maybe you're writing a song maybe you're writing a poem maybe you're drawing it out like to me this is a very artistic energy of if you can't get it out into real life but it's still nagging at you maybe you need to put it out in a different way maybe you need to make a collage maybe you need to um, choreograph a dance that that's that that says what you're feeling up here um to me that's kind of what this energy is is like I have a really vivid imagination. I have all these crazy ideas. Maybe I need to put them out in a different 
medium or a different way. And that's the possibility of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And thinking about how this is grounding that leadership energy is, is interesting to unpack where it's this creative initiation and, and then you have the influence. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is the starting codon, you know, that like when this one is in the sun, then it's, it's the human design new year when it's in the sun in February. Really? Yeah. I, so this I, is the one that starts it all. Well, excellent. That's so part of that, you know, fantasy and creativity and initiation. If you think about that, like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes from here. Amazing. I love that so much. And like, like we talked about, this is root energy, but the sun is in throat energy. So I feel like this makes things more conducive for people to put things out into the world. So experiment with your words, experiment with putting things out, maybe your dreams and imaginations, maybe things you didn't think were possible, but you don't, it doesn't all have to be a reality. That could be very overwhelming trying to make all these things a reality. So don't Mm -hmm. worry too much about, I mean, I know that for sure. Um, Follow your strategy and authority. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a big note. And a lot of these, that's so crazy that you said, and a lot of these gates that I read, I think both of these was like, what's your strategy and authority do that. (laughs) Um, if you don't know what your strategy and authority is, um, go get your body graph, which you probably should have already done before listening to these, but yeah, yeah. it's easy to find. I will say that it's super easy to find. If you're in human design, you'll find it. (laughs) You don't already know clarity. Just message us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, before we sign off on this one, I wanted to ask you, we've been in the 4323 for a while. It feels like, um, and I know it's coming to an end, I think in August, but I wanted to see what you think about that, especially because we have the 1156. So we have this energy of big downloads. How Mm -hmm. do we get them out here? Well, let's tell a story. (laughs) Like that's kind of how I feel about it a lot of the times lately. Um, I've also felt a little extra pressure to put my ideas out to make Mm -hmm. them happen, to get Mm -hmm. them out of my head, even if they're not for me. It's like, well, I need to get them out there because I got to be for somebody. Um, I had this anxiety yesterday because I had set down a specific time to like brain dump all my stuff, but it was later in the day, like in the afternoon. And I was, as I was coming up, I'm like, do you remember all the things you wanted to put? Do you remember? They're falling out of your head. No, you have to do this now. No, you set up a time to do it. So I was like all over the place yesterday because I was afraid I was going to lose them. Like they were going to disappear from my brain and they, I would never get them back again. I had to like, keep reminding myself, oh, community, community, don't forget community. Don't forget this thing like that you want to tell (laughs) Rebecca. And I gave myself so much anxiety. I should have just written it down. Like right away, I should have just wrote stuff and then I wouldn't have had so much anxiety. I think that's part of this energy is like the fear of losing your ideas and them never coming back. (laughs) That's what I've been feeling. That happens to me a lot. Yes. But I feel like <laughs> uh, I've, you can just start voice noting me like, okay, good. like community. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's totally <laughs> what it's going to be. Community. Environment important. K bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's going to be your text from now on. But see, this is the thing. You can listen to them whenever you want to. Like right. you don't right. have to listen to them right away and they're not urgent. 
Yeah. So we'll keep it at that. Cause I don't want you to be like, crap, what is this bitch sending me? Like, this is so much stuff. But well, yeah, that's what happens is I'm like, I'm like, community, community, keep it here. When I was, it was silly. I should have just written like what I normally do, which is like one or two words down. And then when I come back, I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I want to talk about. And then I can expand on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was in my head that I had set down this specific time to brain dump because isn't this how other people do it? Don't other people schedule their brain dumps and schedule when they're going to do this and that, and you have to stick to the schedule. Actually, let me, okay. Have you ever read, um, big magic? No. By. No. Why did I just read her name? No. She also wrote eat, pray, love. Oh, um, um you know what I'm talking about I Elizabeth read, I read the artist way it's not her is it no no um well I think it was in big magic or it might have been in her tag talk the name will come to me in a second um but she this just reminded me of this because she talks about um essentially the muse and she interviewed this one poet who worked outside in the fields and she said that poems would come to her it's like she could feel them coming from the horizon and they would come to her. And so she sometimes she'd have to go run inside to write down the poem as it was coming through. Mm -hmm. And she said, sometimes she didn't get there quite fast enough. So it's like, she would grab it and the poem would come out backwards. <gasps> it's like it had gone through. So that's just with all the shoulds you were saying, it's like, no, you do it because. No, I think I need to be one of those people that keeps a notebook by my bedside table, which I don't do that. I have so many, I have notebooks everywhere. I know. I, we've talked about this. I have like an internal fear of writing things down because then it's permanent and I don't like that feeling, but I need to get over it because it's really, I think what I should do is take one of my notebooks when I'm done with it and just light it on fire. Like, look, say, have you ever done it? Not permanent? Huh? Yeah. Cause a burn letter is so therapeutic. You could just do that. Just I like know. fill up a notebook and then burn it. Well, I, I know logically that it just because I write it down, it's not, it doesn't mean it permanent. Like I know that. I yeah, just, but it's there. Yes. It's something to explore. I think also if I have a specific notebook, that's literally all you do is dump random crap in here, whenever it happens to your, to you and your brain, I think that will make, cause it, that's like a dedicated scratch paper. Oh my God. And in, in school, scratch paper was like my most safe I loved scratch paper when they were like, you were allowed this amount of scratch paper. to. I was like, oh my God. And I would use every single little area to like put things down so I wouldn't forget it. And it made me feel so safe because I was like scratch paper or the term scratch paper means throw this away. Like yeah. maybe that's what I should call my book, scratch paper. Oh, that's what I'm gonna call my notebook by my bed. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. So this is the 4323 guys. This is what happened. <laughs> is weird stuff that you don't think matters plops out of your mouth and you get excited that's what yes, happens yeah but I wanted to ask you how you've been feeling with this 43 energy and also with the 1156 too um well it's interesting I don't know my so my older son has this in his unconscious son and earth mm -hmm. I feel like I live with it a lot and it's fascinating watching him unpack it um but I've I've had the same two words just so many ideas have been coming out, but they haven't been super organized mm -hmm. and just trying to figure out how to communicate and, or like one word. And you're like, come on, can I have like more of this, please? No, you just, you get what you get when you get it. Um, 
Yeah. So I've been trying to be really compassionate with myself. What you had an idea. Elizabeth Gilbert. That's the name of the author. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Got it. I'll look up that book. But, um, yeah, for me, it's like, I've been trying to be really compassionate with myself about yeah. ideas that I have. And like, when we talk about our ideas, I'm like, it doesn't, this idea you have doesn't have to magically be the thing that you want it to be today. Like you're just talking about right it. and that's something I've really learned um even before human design my friend would joke with me she's like you're just a throw the spaghetti at the wall kind of person like you you just keep you talk about stuff before you figure it out and and that's a mental projector three line right totally it and totally so is. yeah that's what I think too like yeah just get it out just get it out because then the energy of it will shift and then you'll understand it better yeah and it's not a permanent thing just because I'm saying it out loud right now like I'm working it around it and I think the the ink to paper thing really throw it throws me and I don't know why and I told I told Rebecca this earlier I'll go through my notebooks and or my journals and I will my handwriting gets really bad in certain parts parts like really bad to where I can't read it and I think I did it on purpose I think I did it on purpose because one I don't want other people to read it I want it to be secret and two I don't even think I wanted to be able to read it I think it's like it's weird like I like I don't know why I have such a hang up with like putting things down on paper. Well, and then I get curious about what's the subconscious thing happening back here. What happened when you were a kid? You know, what story are you actually telling yourself? Let's release that. I've always been self-conscious about my handwriting because I'm left-handed and it's always looked like crap, like yeah. just smears and just, it's always looked terrible. So I've always had terrible handwriting, but I don't, I don't think that's it. Like, I don't think the handwriting itself is it. I think, like you said, it's something where I'm almost afraid if I write it, it's going to become a real and I don't want it to be real yet. Cause it's not, it's not there yet. Like, yeah. It's almost like as a child, if like, I write this thing down, like, then, like the name leopard, like a leopard will just appear in front of me magically. <laughs> I think that's what I think. So I'm going to work on, I think if I call it scratch paper, that's really going to help me. I love that. As soon as I thought it, I'm like, oh my God, scratch paper will save my life when I was a kid. So I like held on, I like loved it. Cause then you could just go, huh, ka-cha, and it didn't mean anything. So do it. this is just a long rant to say, hey, the 4323 energy is still around. And if you have weird stuff popping up up here and you're like, wait, how do I get that out? Or you didn't give it all to me, or that doesn't make any sense. Yes, that's the energy and that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be. And it's about being compassionate with yourself and accepting that maybe you're not supposed to get it out yet. So you might need time or maybe you just need to curate who you're talking to because some people are going to really be on board for what you have to say. And some people are going to not understand. They're just going to go. So yeah. And then yeah. again, we're going to be in that energy for a little bit while longer. <laughs> Because it's a little bit the south node, south node, and north nodes of the uh, personality side of the chart, and I forget how long those last, but it's a long time, months. (laughs) Oh my goodness! (laughs) So thank you all for listening to us ramble on about the transits. It's very fun and exciting for me, and I love doing this with you. I do too. Yes, it's been such a fun experiment, and I'm so grateful that it's been well received and catch our brand new podcast coming out at some point in time <laughs> called yeah. most likely called transit talk <laughs> you might be um, listening to it right now yeah you might be listening to it right now who knows how fast and efficient we are with this thing we don't 
so <laughs> but we're gonna get your two four husband involved and then it'll just be fine oh then yeah he'll be like oh it's here it is girls and and i'll be like oh da, 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 da. so Great. we'll see um <laughs> thank y'all for listening to us um we love connecting this way i love connecting this way i know rebecca i'm talking for you but i i feel yeah. like you really love connecting this way too so absolutely thanks y'all bye see you next week